Twitter handle at religion of woke, all one word. For this podcast, I'm going to identify as a woman. Oh wait, you can't fake identify as a woman, but I'm not sure why you can't. All right, so the new blocking reported. It's talking about the 60 Minutes had a transgender segment on the show, um, which covered people, kids who uh, detransitioned. Well, people who detransitioned. I'm not sure their ages. I saw like a small clip of a boy who was probably about 18 who was complaining about how he cut off his balls and now he wish he hadn't. But I'm not sure what the ages of the rest of them were. But So I've been wanting to talk a little bit about transgender stuff a little more in detail. So here that is. The first thing is, is that anytime you ever talk about anything related to transgender, you gotta start with stating how, you know, you want transgender people to be able to live a fulfilled life. You know, everyone should be able to do whatever they want. Everyone should be treated uh, with kindness and respect. And whatever. There you go. Those things are true. And now I said them. And then that's when you're allowed to move on. Don't ever move on before you say that stuff. But anyways, there's two like wedge issues when it comes to transgender stuff. And that's kids and sports. You know, you'll get people who are like, yeah, everyone should be treated equally and to be do whatever they want, but I don't think they should be able to transition before they're 18. Or, oh, everyone should be treated equally and everyone should be able to do whatever they want, but I don't think trans women should be allowed to compete against biological women in sports. And I don't know the exact answer on the kid question, um, although there's definitely some shenanigans going on over there. And then I guess for me, I don't really think trans women should be competing against biological women in sports either, or whatever. Yeah, I agree with that hypothetical person I just came up with. The sports one kind of sucks, you know, it's like, obviously they're not going to be able to, whatever, you're taking hormone blockers or whatever, you're not going to be able to compete against men. So then you're kind of just left out in the cold. And, uh, well, as we've said before, life ain't fair. If anyone ever told you that, they was wrong. Get a few definitions out of the way here. So a trans man, that's someone who was born a biological woman and identifies as a man. A trans woman is someone who was born a biological man and identifies as a woman. So basically, you know, what do you, you know, you, a trans woman, they go about their daily lives as a woman. So that's how to remember it. Trans woman goes about their daily life as a woman. I always have to stop and think before I say which one. And then a detransitioner is someone who transitioned, identified, or and probably did some medical stuff to be a different sex, and then they changed their mind and went back to their original biological sex. So I guess people tried to get the 60 Minutes segment canceled before it came out. Basically, anything you, any anyone who ever wants to bring up the detransitioners, uh, people try and cancel them. They don't want you to talk about it. It's a media blackout, basically. You know, you're a transphobe. If you talk about it, you're worse than Hitler. So like GLAAD, G-L-A-A-D, the, uh, whatever, that's the gay advocacy group. They did some uh, tweets about the show. They're like, don't be doing this show. You might give parents the wrong impression that uh, kids regret transitioning. You know, and I guess that wrong impression would be caused by interviews with kids who regret transitioning. 
I want to say this about the science for kids transitioning. Whatever your question about that is, the answer is no one knows. You know, what happens when you give a 10-year-old testosterone? No one knows. We don't do it. We, you know, we don't have good studies on it. What if you take away testosterone from a 10-year-old? What happens then? No one knows. We ain't got no good studies on it. This is like economics. You know, you get a Harvard economist. He can't tell you what the economy is going to do next year. So, you know, you can go get yourself a doctor who transitions, you know, 100 people a year. He doesn't know what's going to happen. I think in Britain, like the whole country passed a law saying, hey, stop uh, transitioning kids because there haven't been any studies and we don't know what's going to happen if you do this to a bunch of kids. Some other place, I don't know, Sweden or something, did the same thing. So maybe you just read Glad's tweets on this show and you actually, you know, you just do the opposite of what they say and you know the truth. Because the next thing they say is that if you watch this show, you're going to get the false impression that kids are watching YouTube and getting brainwashed into thinking they're transgender. And I think there's been a little bit of research into this. Like basically, I think the number of trans women, you know, boys who want to transition, that hasn't changed that much over the years. But like the last maybe five, five years or something, like the number of women who want to be men is like shot through the roof. Number of kids, number of uh, girls, there we go. Under 18 women, girls. And things that'll happen is like, basically some girl, she lived her whole life as a girl, never said anything different about it. And then all of a sudden, her and her three best friends, they all decide that they want to be, they all want to decide into men, transition into men. So obviously, that sounds a little fishy. Like, being transgender is supposed to be like super rare, like less than 1% of the population. I think like way less than 1%. But, uh, you know, so to have four 12-year-old friends all decide that they want to transition at once, uh, that's whatever. That's like getting struck by lightning five times. Or there's something about the internet brainwashing these kids. All right, they bring up something that I haven't heard of too much. Uh, Lesbian until graduation. Apparently, some people, you know, they are gay for a while, and then they change their mind and go back to being straight. So that's so that's lugs. But now it's nugs, which is non-binary until graduation. And I said this in another podcast, but sometimes you'll hear of lesbians who, like, they have a bad relationship with a man, and then they become a lesbian. But you never hear about a gay man who has such a bad... Or you never hear about a man who has such a bad relationship with a woman that he becomes gay. Okay, so that kid who had his testicles removed, apparently that procedure is called the orchiotomy. So, don't get yourself an orchiotomy. But anyways, he decided he was transgender three months before he had that done to himself. I think you want to think about that kind of thing a little bit longer. Alright, one of the uh, adult detransitioners did her stuff all within one year. She declared herself transgender... She got on hormones. She had top surgery. This is what they call it, top and bottom. So she had top surgery, which means that she had a double mastectomy, you know, had her breast flesh cut out. And then she changed her mind and went back to being a, I guess, a woman. All in one year. It's got to be a heck of a year. Jeez. But like I say, the amount of science on this is almost non-existent. But uh, here's a couple things that, you know, major media outlets 
have said that ain't true. Hmm, man, I almost call that a lie. So NPR's On the Media had a guy who said that no kids in America ever have surgery. So that's false. Some kids do. And then Scientific American said that we should transition kids at a younger age. And their uh, support for that was uh, a study of 11-year-olds and 16-year-olds who wanted to transition. And they found that the 16-year-olds were more mentally ill than the 11-year-olds. And so they said, oh, look, they didn't, you know, they didn't get it. They didn't get all the drugs and all the surgeries when they were 11. So now they're 16 and they're mentally ill, you know, which doesn't take into account, you know, you know, any depressed 11 year olds, probably not. You know, any depressed 16 year olds, you probably do. And you don't have to be transgender for that. Okay. So there's, you know, there ain't no decision on this, but there's, there's a fight over transgender stuff and mental illness. Basically, we got a chicken and egg fight. And you know, the egg came first, because otherwise, where did chicken come from? You got a virgin birth chicken? But there's a big correlation with mental illness and being transgender. And I think it really goes along with trans, you know, biological men who want to who want to identify as women, much more than the biological women who want to identify as men. But so, some people think... Transgender goes along with a bunch of mental illnesses. Like maybe, I'm not going to say you're not transgender, but kind of like transgender is another mental illness. You know, you got all, you know, you got these seven other mental illnesses, and here's your eighth one transgender, you know, uh, gender dysphoria. But then the other idea is that being transgender but not having you know but whatever having a the brain of a woman but not being able to live in the body of a woman is what causes your mental illnesses so you know the more drugs and surgeries you get well that's what will cure your mental illnesses and i'm not sure what the basically i mean no one knows the answer to which thing is true i think sometimes uh it helps and sometimes it don't just like everything Something else about uh, gender dysphoria being a mental illness is that um, I think it's in the DSM. This is the book of mental illnesses that are considered official by for psychiatrists. And I think what that means is that it can be covered by your health insurance. So I think, you know, some people wouldn't want uh, gender dysphoria to be called a mental illness. Like, you know... Whatever, it's like being gay, right? You're just, your brain, your female brain was born in the body of a man, or whatever. But on the other hand, medical procedures and drugs are expensive as heck. So, it's like, okay, yeah, let's call that a mental illness. I imagine it depends on your insurance company, your plan, or, you know, if you got universal health care in Canada or Britain or whatever. They got different rules everywhere. Or if you're in prison, you know, what are you entitled to there? Alright, let's go off the rails a little bit here. Now, why do transgender activists get so riled up if you say something like, you know, kids shouldn't transition? And I got no proof, but here's what I think the reason is. If you transition before puberty, you know, if you're a biological boy or a biological girl, if you transition before puberty starts you can end up looking almost indistinguishable from the uh, gender that you want to be. But if you transition after puberty, your body's gone through too many changes, 
and you're going to look a little funny. So I think the idea that, you know, kids, you know, can decide to transition and then go through the transition and then look perfectly flawless as the gender they wanted to be, I think that's very attractive to uh, transgender activists. They want to, you know, they want to promote that. They want to see that. And what I would say is, like, if they ever figured out a way to know if a kid really was transgender or, what, you know, wasn't brainwashed or whatever, then, yeah, that would be great. That would be fine with me, you know. Let, let them live a life where they really are the gender that they want to be. Basically, you know, just indistinguishable, no difference. But anyways, I don't think there's any way to know for sure. So then you got to wait, and then you're going to look a little funny. But it makes me think of this one time. I was over at a friend's house. This is, I don't know, 10, this is probably 15 years ago. And somehow, I guess we were ahead of our times because we were talking about transgender stuff then. It's probably me. I probably brought up Thai ladyboys. You know, there's, in Thailand, they got these people that are called ladyboys, although I think it's in Thai, not in English. But anyways, we did like Google image search or something, and we had a little game. Could you identify the, you know, if someone was transgender or not? And, I don't know, anyway, somehow we found that on the internet, and, you know, is this one? Anyways, they would show you pictures, and then uh, it would tell you uh, whether or not they were after you, you know, after you guessed, basically. And I think my friends, whatever, they guessed wrong some of the time. I never guessed wrong, except for once. And there's this famous Thai woman, you know, started life as a biological boy, um, super hot, just you know, there's absolutely no way to tell. And the reason why is because she transitioned before puberty. And I guess she would have been a good-looking boy because she was a real good-looking girl. And if you're interested, I think uh, I think in Thailand they're still doing that kind of stuff. I don't remember her name, but she's actually like, she became like a celebrity over there. Rich. And famous. Okay, well thanks for listening. Boy, that was a nightmare. Don't ever fake identify as the opposite sex. I'm going back to being a man. Just going to throw this in here because uh, I ain't got no better place to put it. So Blocking Reporter, they also talk about how the media lied about the la- Wuhan lab leak hypothesis. And so, you know, why did the media lie? Why did a newspaper that told the truth for 200 years lie about this? The answer is because Trump said it might be a lab leak. And so, you, you know, they want to do absolutely everything they possibly could to stop Trump from getting reelected. But here's the thing. I think a decent chunk of Trump supporters, Trump voters, they vote that way because they hate the media's lies.